Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Diemer. Today is Sunday, July 4th, the 4th of July. Happy 4th, everybody, 2021. Let's get into those crypto prices. Bitcoin is sitting at $35,350, up 2% in 24. Ethereum, $2,316, up 4%. Tellers in the number three spot, Binance Coin 303, up 2.5%. Cardano's at $1.43, up a half a percent. Rounding off the top 10, we have Dogecoin, XRP, USDC, Polkadot, and Uniswap. Total market cap, we're at $1.46 trillion in a BTC dominance of 45.2%. So what I'm going to do today is basically, I'm just going to ramble. (laughs) It's going to be a stream of consciousness. The 4th of July has inspired me to talk about voting on the blockchain. It's something I've been passionate about, you know, ever since I got into this whole crypto thing. Companies have come out and said, we're going to do voting on a blockchain. There's actually one here in Cleveland called Votum that does voting on the blockchain. But mostly they're focused on, you know, corporate governance, either shareholders voting or boards voting and so on and so forth. I want to just do it for countries. You know, a lot of people say that voting on the blockchain just won't work. The blockchains are too slow, too transparent, and it just won't work. And I say that's not correct. I mean, yeah, of course, if you're using like a blockchain like Ethereum, a public blockchain, something that anybody can use like Ethereum, then yeah, 25 transactions per second is a little bit too slow. (laughs) It would take quite some time to, you know, count all the votes in America. But there are public blockchains that are fast enough to handle voting in America. For example, EOS. I mean, I'm not saying we're going to use EOS, but let's just say EOS. 4,000 transactions per second. Now, if you go 4,000 times 60 seconds, then you go just scale that up to minutes and then hours. You can see how many transactions it can process. And if one transaction was caught at one vote, then you can see that it will scale very quickly. Solana, 29,000 transactions per second. You can see how fast that can scale. So there are public blockchains out there that can handle the load. But we also can use private blockchains. And private blockchains, now everybody's going to say, we don't want this centralized, you know, but that's when open source has to come in. Now, obviously, no government wants an open source voting system, meaning that anybody can audit it and make sure that there's no funny business in the code. But it's possible. I'm just saying it's possible. And so we don't want that node or the, the centralized miner for using a proof of work system to be in Washington, D.C. Well, then decentralize it. Put it in every major city in the U.S., one, that would distribute the hash rate. And two, it would create a copy of the blockchain everywhere. So everybody is doing the work and everybody has a copy of the voting records. So Cleveland, Cincinnati, Columbus, Dayton, they are mining the U.S. voting blockchain. And the American citizens, all of us, can run our own nodes, have a copy of the voting records right there in our computer. I personally think that's an elegant system. But now let's talk about security. And let's talk about voting permissions. I personally believe that every American, 18 or older, should be automatically registered to vote for President of the United States. Because it's nationwide. You don't have to be in a specific area to vote for, say, a city council member or a congressperson. You can just vote for the President of the United States, no matter where you are. And I think that you should be automatically registered if you're 18 or older. It doesn't matter if you're voting outside of your state or outside of your city. 
just vote. If you're an American citizen, you should vote. And then the permissions, like, kind of just tighten up as it goes. And I think that with blockchain technology, all of those things could be added, all those different kind of, like, permissions could be added into your block header. For example, let's look at Google Docs. And when I'm talking about permissions, I'm looking at like, like Google Docs, because if I have a Google Doc, I can share it with different people and give them different permissions to how to, and how to access it. Actually, I think a better example is like if you ever used Steemit. Steemit has so many different permissions for your blogs that it's kind of annoying, but you can have your authors, your editors, your writers, the owners, and so on and so forth. They all have their own private key. So I think it's the same thing. We can see that a blockchain can handle this kind of different permissions, but we just want to implement this into voting. And so what would that look like? The general, no matter where you are in the world, you can vote for president of the United States if you're an American citizen. But then it goes down into, say, senators. Maybe for senators, you have to be within your state and registered within your state. You have to have a physical address within Ohio, for example. And using GPS location, you can add that information into the block to verify that you are within your state to vote for a senator. Now, your congressman, maybe you have to be within your district and or have an address tied to that district. And same thing with uh, you know city council. But just keep unlocking permissions depending on how much information that you give the voting registry to know that you live here, you're voting for what, and you're voting for judges and city councils and, and so on and so forth. However, you know the higher up you go, the more general you go, all the way up to President of the United States, it could be wherever you want. And I think that we have the technology to do that. Just unlock more permissions, the more registered information that you get. But I think every American should be automatically registered for president. And if you want to vote for more, you have to give more information to get more localized. And also, you could, there's different ways to tie that information into the blockchain to verify where you are, what, who you are, and what you're voting. Now, we're talking about how do you vote. Voter ID. That's like the biggest thing. But we have a lot of different ways to verify who you are right now. Do you really need to have a voter ID, a physical ID to vote? I mean, obviously, we want to verify that you are voting. Yes, 100%. But I mean, there's technology that can do this. Look, I unlock my iPhone with my face, right? There's a 1 in 50,000 chance that somebody else can unlock my iPhone with their face. That's the odds, I think. 1 in 50,000 people can unlock my iPhone with their face. That's pretty damn good. You're not going to have mass voter fraud if it's only 1 in 50,000 people can unlock somebody else's iPhone and vote with their face. Why are we using Face ID? And mix that with maybe a pin. So you get your face scan, you have a pin, it unlocks your permissions that you already registered with. Maybe it's just general. Maybe it's registered all the way down to a very specific address where you're voting for your judges and your city council members and so on and so forth. But you're unlocking your voting blockchain. Basically, your face and your pin are your private key, right? So then you get in there and you vote. You, your vote goes to, in my case, it'll go to Cleveland. It'll start being processed in the proof-of-work system in Cleveland. It'll get batched down into Columbus. Columbus batched down into Washington, D.C., and everybody else in the United States is just running a full node to have a copy of the ledger. And we voted on the blockchain. Now it's privacy. Privacy is a big issue. I don't want the government to know who I voted for or everybody in the United States to who know who I voted for or how I voted. Well, zero-knowledge proofs exist. We could find a way to modify ZK Snarks to make sure that our identities are hidden. Actually, that's what it does. But still, at the same time, I feel that we can use our identity to log into the system to make sure and track how our votes are counted. I log into the government website or the voting system. The voting blockchain was called the voting blockchain. That sounds better. And I can see that my vote 
was placed, processed, there's a transaction ID, and it was tallied into the account. So when people say that voting on the blockchain won't work, I just don't understand why it won't work. And I don't understand why we wouldn't want to do this. The only reason we would not want voting on the blockchain is for voter suppression. Because we have the technology, we just have to have the will to do it. And to be honest with you, I don't even think it'll be that expensive. Of course, the government and government spending would say it'll cost a billion dollars. It won't cost a billion dollars. Well, actually, it might, but that's not that much money in you know the government terms. But it won't be prohibitively expensive. It won't be like a trillion dollar overhaul. It might be a couple hundred million to make the blockchain, to make the systems, to buy the equipment, to make the apps, to put it into all these cities, and then you know implement it and slowly roll it out over time. Also, to make sure that everybody's registered you know, with a face ID and a pin. But I think that in the long term, if we started it a decade later, we would have a system that is transparent, safe, anonymous, and fully fair to allow every registered voter to vote without worrying about all these things that we're talking about. Anyway, here at the 4th of July, I'm just thinking about our democracy. I'm just thinking about how to make this system better. And so when I'm running for Congress, I'm looking at blockchain tech, and I want to have this conversation. Look, my idea might not be perfect. I don't care if somebody comes up and says this is a stupid idea. It's an idea. It's people coming in and I think running for Congress or running for office or working in the private sector to have these ideas to try to make things better. And the ideas are going to be challenged. You want them to be challenged because by challenging those ideas and pushing back, you create better ideas or you make your ideas stronger or you test the systems that you have in place to make them even stronger. We have to have this conversation. We can't just pull back and say, no, this is the only way we have. Paper ballots is absolutely stupid, in my opinion, at this day and age. I mean, I'm not going to say voter fraud. I'm not going to say that the election was rigged. I am definitely not saying that. What I am saying is there are better ways. Why can I track a package on Amazon, but I can't track my ballot when I put it into the ballot box? It makes no sense. So the fact is we need to do better. Blockchain tech is a way to do better. And we can have voting in everybody's hands on their cell phones. We can have iPads up in every. We can have iPads in every neighborhood in every city across America. We can have voting on your computer. We can have mobile voting stations go to everybody's block and just pop open the back of the truck with a slew of iPads that reads face IDs, and you put in your PIN and you vote on a blockchain, and you go home, and you log into the website, and you see your transaction ID, maybe it prints out a transaction ID for you, and you can see exactly how your vote is cast. That's my dream. That's what I'm working for. Anyway, have a great day. Happy 4th of July. I'll stop rambling, (laughs) and happy hodling, everyone.